and in music is in Ma in Massachusetts. In music's in Rhode Island, in, okay. based in Cumberland, Rhode Island. Okay. Right. And you are in Rhode Island, or I'm based in Cumberland. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right, go in. Your turn. Mm -hmm. I'll let you go first. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm, he said something about him being the product. We only have 15 minutes. You got to go. I know it. So. My first controller that I got was mm. an NS73. Okay. Because I'm a turntable guy. Yep, I understand. And I just couldn't get the feel of the the decks, the static decks that. I work. totally can relate to that. I totally and understand that. So the NS7 was like uh, like a gift from heaven until I bought the Rain One, and the Rain One was totally different had a totally different feel mm -hmm. and it was better than the ns7 i didn't think it would you know mm -hmm. something could be better so wow i was told that you know even though you guys have the the new rain yeah four that you know don't hold my hands because there may be something else coming <laughs> <laughs> there will always be something new coming so always, like like always be something new coming. So, like it's what we live for. Okay, let's dive. Let's let's get these questions. So, when y'all build one, or consult and we can only do so much, or how does that work when you're designing a new controller, or do you get input from the community, or do the engineer team just sit together and decide how you're going to do it? <laughs> that is a fantastic question. So, the way it, a typical process works is, uh -huh. you saw Jason out there with me. He's the product engineer. Brand. We do number one, we're used. So we do understand basically what we're building for. However, we're not every user. We're not Jazzy Jack. You know, we're not we're not necessarily doing the things like I'm not a scratch DJ. Okay. I'll talk to him when I want to understand how to build a 12 properly, for example. Okay. Um, I'm a turn I'm a turntable user. I okay. mean, in all the years I worked in nightclubs, all I used was turntables. Okay. So I have that experience. I have that appreciation and that feel of whatever manipulating the crowd and manipulating the vinyl at the same time. So I totally get what you're talking about with motorized platters. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very enjoyable experience. But what we do is is basically we start from square one. We say we're going to build a product for this particular use case for this customer. What does it need? And we'll start making a little list ourselves. We'll take we'll take down Jason's taking down notes next door right now, okay. you know, from from what people are asking for. We'll take all that information in and then we'll start coming up with some basic designs. Next step in the process generally is to go off and have some meetings with various DJs. Now, I'm not going to name names right now, but well, we have, have to, but we have a, a lot of different professional DJs out there that we consult with on a regular basis. We're working on a design. We might bring them into the office. We might have a phone call and talk about. Well, what do you think of this feature? What do you think of that feature? Oh, 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 Chris, you guys should do this thing. We're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's work that that see if we can work that into whatever it is that we're designing. And we come up with a, a proper product specification while we're doing this. And so once that proper specifications put in place, we look at the market very you know do do our due diligence. We look yeah. at the market and say, okay, it's going to cost us about this much to build it. Will the customer buy buy it for this? You know, is this are we are we hitting a target here that we can be successful with? So we build the product based upon whatever it is to that specification. We start making samples, and once those samples are ready to go, we go into the process of beta testing. And so uh, we have a variety of different again professional DJs that we work with um, that might get a unit 
early on, like like three or four months before we go into production. They'll have something physical in front of them. They'll be working with it. They'll be giving us feedback. We'll be adjusting and tweaking code. Uh, we'll be adjusting mechanics appropriately for whatever it is. So by the time we're actually building it, we're building something that's rock solid, bulletproof, and built to last. Wow. So let me ask you this, and this, uh, how do you become a part of that beta test? You, you talk to me for one. Uh, there are we have a program in place um, that uh, we we interview you. Basically, um, you'll do a questionnaire. We'll we'll evaluate whether you're you're fit for the purpose of whatever it is. Okay. Uh, and so we have a beta program uh, that we run. You know, we're an international company. Oh, yeah. uh -huh. So we run our internet. We run our beta program out of our UK office. Mm. Believe it or not. Uh, so, and, and because we're not just beta testing for necessarily rain, but we're doing Denon, we're doing uh, Akai, Newmark, you know, all the Moog, you know, all the different brands that are part of in music, we do beta testing and we run that program for one, one location alone. So if somebody comes in and says, hey, I'd love to be testing for you and get in early on, you know, in ear, ear on, on whatever it is that you're working on. We'll take your information in and we'll see where you're best suited. And we'll look at the projects that are coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, when we were working on the Mixstream Pro, for example, for Newmark, mm -hmm. we targeted that to a customer that was perhaps a little newer in the DJ game. Somebody who, who didn't want to be intimidated by all the craziness, like a Rain 4 does everything, right? Yeah. But oh, uh, he showed uh, me some things yeah. well <laughs> A Mixstream Pro, though, is very simple, very easy to use. And that's designed for somebody who's just getting into it, something you might want to use in the backyard, even dad, you know, it's like those kinds of situations that just you want to keep it simple. So the testers that we looked for for that particular product were, were some of them were brand new DJs. Wow. In fact, we wound up hiring a couple of the guys actually that were testing for us really? early on too. Yeah, because it's, it's an opportunity for us also to see where you're at, see where your mindset, are you a product person? Are you somebody that could really, you know, see the technical side of things, understand if something's not working correctly, why it might not be you know, work so and Y'all do go deep into uh, product testing. So, question Who decides if the, there's moving platters or not? Why do they not put moving platters on the rainforest? There are a lot of people that are afraid of moving platters. Now, you asked two questions. Who's afraid? DJs or no, oh, there's a lot of DJs out there. Jason, me and Jason had the same conversation. So, so. Jeff, Mike, me. we're all of a we're all of a similar age, let's say, okay, right? Right. right? Yeah. We can appreciate a motorized yeah. platter. Yeah. Absolutely. We're not afraid of a motorized platter. A DJ who was born, let's say, in 1990 or later, however, didn't start DJing until after 2000, you know, so millennium. You're looking at people that press play, press play and stick the finger in the air. And not to make fun of those guys, <laughs> but that's what they're, you know. We all we all got into it for, for a couple different reasons. Either it was the joy of music and the joy of actually performing for a crowd, or it was the response we got from the crowd. So maybe the girls, or maybe, mm. maybe the money, maybe whatever it might be. All, he touched all yeah. of them. Right so now. all there so so a younger generation hasn't doesn't necessarily have to work so hard to get to this part or get the girls, let's say, because now they can play a hot track and if they understand they can manipulate the, the music because you know it's all about what you play, when you play it then how you play it because those things are, are is the way that you play it i mean back in the 80s when i would try and scratch i might clear the dance floor because i really wasn't very good at scratching to be honest with you but that's but still the joy of actually manipulating that but i didn't necessarily need that i just wanted to play the right track at the right time right track right time 
So with the choice of, of motorized or non-motorized, that choice comes down to sometimes a target we're trying to hit. And so was there a different target with the four than the one? Uh, yes, there was. That's an awesome question. Absolutely was. So when we came out with the one, we were going after the traditional rain user. We understood 100% who that customer was. Why? Okay. Because first of all, we designed the NS7, right? We knew the NS7. We knew that market very well from one, two, and three. Okay. And then, so that was getting. So I'm just raising my hand yeah. because I was different. You didn't yeah. stop Newmark products. You just moved. Oh no, brand. we shifted places a little bit. We acquired. So so the way this worked essentially is in music started out as Newmark, mm -hmm. and the owner of the company, where we have a single owner. Uh, moved yeah, along and said, you know what? I want to add production to the line. I want to add keyboards. I want to add drums and some other things. He wanted to create basically different solutions, always with the same mentality. We're trying to create the right solution for the right customer all the time at an affordable price okay. as well. And so as you move through, we recognize the fact that Newmark couldn't necessarily do this alone. And so then on DJ comes along. And we look at that, we do review, we know a lot of their people, we actually hire, we, we generally, if we acquire a company, we keep as many of the engineers as we can. Okay. You know, that's, that's sort of like, that's the brain trust. That's oh, where yeah, the that's DNA cool. comes from, from the company. Those are the so, boats. absolutely. So then on, we acquire, we acquire the engineers in that, in that organization, bring them in, we start building and building and building. And then a few year, years later, Rain was, was basically the owners of Rain wanted to kind of retire, get out. <laughs> and uh had a conversation with the owner of our company and said hey you know would you be willing to 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 pick this up and we looked at it and said you know i've had a lot of respect for rain for years i mean for me as a product guy they were my competition you know and rain did some things really really well mm -hmm. and some places you know sometimes when you're there you it's just hard to keep hard to compete in that space so you kind of go okay we'll let you have your space well as soon as that became available we we're like Hell yeah, we, there's some things we, we know the things that you guys might have needed He's to do. Right in there. Yeah, do a 72. We'll do a 12. I mean, look, look at it that way because, because you know, for so many years, it was all, Rain didn't do anything that was a controller at all. No. They were very much about the mixers. We sense. had an expertise in controllers that we were able to bring to the table. And so we developed the 12 and we said, okay, next step, we're going to develop the one. Now, what's the, what's the thing that we recognize throughout the world? If you look at, at European DJs, 99% of them don't use motorized platters. That's half the planet doesn't use motorized platters. Didn't know that. Right? So, you, you, so we think about it here because to us, it's just like yesterday. It's just like, that's just the way it is. But over there, they expect a static platter. So obviously with Newmark, we had the NS6. We have the M6 8000 with Denon. And we know there's, there's definitely a place in the marketplace for a very high-end, high-quality static platter controller. And that's where the Rain 4 comes in. So when we built that, we had one thing in mind, to make the best controller on the planet for your typical DJ that might not use motorized. And we're going to do this, and we're going to nail it, and we're going to do it the first time. So we spent a lot of time getting that, perfecting that, and getting that right. And we had the expertise, obviously, because we've built all these other things under these other brands. And we knew when we did it for Rain, we could now we could put a Mag 4 fader in there. We could make it, we could do the steel construction that we wanted to be able to do on a controller. Because why? A controller should be built the last. It should be built to be, you can take it to the gig and not have to no, worry about what's going on. So we put a lot of focus on that. We have more things to come down the pipeline. I'm not going to get into it right now. No, you don't have to. But, but really you, can, you can tell that we are going in a direction. We're going to get, get to the direction that we're going to go in when we get there. I can't wait. And 
And I don't want to sound dumb, so I'm yeah. looking before I ask this yeah. question. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't battle style. So who decides that stuff? Y'all don't, don't Oh, battle any. style versus traditional style? Yeah, y'all don't have any. That's that. a very good question. No, it's obviously it's a very good question. Uh, the, see, when we first did there's another side to it, which is mirrored or non-mirrored. So for, for years, for Newmark, let me back up a little bit here. Now, I, I got to run next door okay, yeah. pretty soon okay. here. And we, can, we can continue this later if we need to also. Yeah, we might have to have part two. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we have okay. part two. Yeah, we, all right. can, we can be here all night. So, Newmark, what was the first brand to actually come out with a professional DJ controller? That's a good question. Was it Newmark? Which one was it? The NS? NS7. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. NS7-1. NS7. NS7-1. No, well, one. it was just called NS7 yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, we had, at Newmark, we had developed... We had developed the first commercially viable controllers, yeah. you know, in the early 2000s with a total control and omni control and, and all those different things. And we did those products. We did those products with Virtual DJ and Tractor. And, you know, during over the course of time, we recognized the market. This is when computers, by the way, were not necessarily as reliable as you'd want them to be. Mm -hmm. So here's Serato. Serato has made it living on Scratch Live, just turntables, just a computer, never had gone to controllers before. So we had some conversations with the, with the leadership at Serato and said, hey, would you guys be interested in doing controllers? Like this is a, well, a whole new world. Everybody thinks about it as being standard now, but at the time, Serato wasn't there yet. They were kind of like, we had to push them in that direction. Mm -hmm. But we recognized the value of their software. We recognized they were making a very good software platform at the time and said, this is, this is a great partnership. We can build badass hardware. You build badass software. We'll put things together and we'll make the, the best systems in the world. And so we started doing that. So we started building those controllers. So the NS7 was the first professional controller. When we were doing it, I had to put into mind what works for me. Part, part of that was because we're, I'm doing this a little bit in a vacuum. Now, some, sometimes you have to work that way because there's big secrets that you just don't want to give out. When you use a turntable and you're working in a club and you're writing the pitch, your hand rests on the side. You're moving up and down, and, and you are grabbing basically. Well, you're just riding speed. Basically, yeah, I know, but right? I'm just thinking you're, about he, you're it. hearing it. There's no BPM in front of you. Yeah. You're hearing the darn thing, and you're kind of going tweak, 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 and you're basically pushing things into alignment as you hear it coming in the phase. Well, you use your hand rests on the side, so you're holding the side of the turntable in the process of doing that. Well, I recognize the fact when I was designing those first ones that if you put it in the middle, you couldn't rest your hand on the side of it. So what do we do? We owned it. We, we owned the recipe, basically. So nobody else was doing it at the time. So we made a mirror. Let everybody else copy what we're doing. We'll set the new standard, essentially, is what we were, we were saying at the time. So that's why we did what we did then. Now, there were some DJs that were very traditional. They were looking at uh, other products that had the pitch control only on one side. And, and some, some guys were making, when they made their first controllers, some other companies when they made them, so they weren't mirrored. And all of a sudden we have this controversy, almost as bad as sync, where it's like, is it mirrored? Is it not mirrored? It's crazy <laughs> if it's mirrored. It's crazy if it's not mirrored. And, you know, we had to listen to those things as we were going along. So as we were building the rain for, we listened. We did listen to all that. And we said, we were already of the mindset at that point, even with the rain one of the mindset, you know what? We're not going to do mirrored anymore. Why? Because, because we're getting yelled at left and right for not for, for this thing. Now I hear at the conference today, people are saying, Hey, how come you're not mirroring stuff anymore? It's funny because because we do listen, but it's a really split marketplace. Yeah. So early, late. 
that's what it is. The late one, the mirror, us younger guys, older guys wanted. To older guys are comfortable. Older guys are comfortable. Well, we, they they could play on anything. Yeah, we, because because we yeah. learn how to play on eight tracks even. You know, or reel to reels. <laughs> you know, like there's there's certain things like like I remember going to the club and watching a guy in pulsations or whatever that he would be just just when he was mixing he was actually using a reel to reel. That yeah, was like yeah. like I was like whoa. Anyway. Wow. Wow. So in closing, because yeah, we we'll, we'll catch it. Yeah, yeah, I got to get back so to work over there. Part two. Yeah, we really would like okay. to come back because I have so many more questions. I'd love to. Well, now you can think about your question. Yeah. I'll so, come back. And wow. That, man, you never know who you're going to run into at a conference. And this is such a pleasure to talk to somebody who's actually building the gear that we're touching. And uh, when you talk about the rain for you, pretty much the because I'm, I'm in the process of deciding on my next control. We're going to let him go. Yeah, we're going to let him yeah, go. I know I'll get, I'll get long way. Awesome. But, but just real quick, just uh, tell the people who you are one more quick time. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. name is Chris, Chris Roman. I'm the director of product development for in music brands for DJ brands. Which brands? Uh, my, my brands that I'm responsible for are Rain, Newmark, Denon DJ, Stanton, Sound Switch. An engine. Okay. Okay. Wow. There you have it. <laughs> wow. Hey, Chris, uh, I am glad that I bumped into Jason. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was an honor, and we will talk again. Yeah. Sounds so, great. Thank you. Now, don't, don't, don't run away on us. Yes. we got to have you thank back you. to no. finish because well, I got They have I got to be here. At, they're here at 4 o'clock, right? We're here till 4 o'clock. I got yeah. controller questions. So we got a little, a little break in the middle there. Okay. Maybe we'll talk about, maybe we'll talk about controllers. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about engines. Thank you. Is that a, something new? What? Yeah, it's, 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 something, it's something different. Let's you say that. You were over there and y'all just saw it? or No. Okay. No, 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 no. It's just a whole different. Part two is coming. Yeah, part two. Part two. Yeah. Wow.